So let me give you a quick background on a little bit of the story that I'm gonna about to tell you guys. So in the spring of 2012, as a high school junior, I was going through some heavy family problems. Some friends and I had heard that the school was starting a football team. So eventually we just joined, right? Um, and once I joined this football team, it was the first time I was introduced into all forms of training and weightlifting. So that year, after going through the spring training and the summer training, and then finally getting through to the season in the fall, um, that year I played as a lineman in both sides of the ball. That means offense and defense. Unfortunately, we didn't do great that first year of our football program, but I did really love everything about the experience. And when I say the experience is, I, I mean the brotherhood that you create and in the football team. And this happens in every sport. But I really love that just because at home, that's not what I had. After that season in 2012, some of my teammates and I would um, go down to the burger shop down the street of our school after the game. We would talk and eventually we started developing a conversation on what the next season would look like. At one point of the conversation, we got to the point where we said, we can't go on winning only one game the next year. That statement was really ingrained in us because we just hated losing. It was our first year. We didn't have a good experience and we didn't want the same for the following year. And I took this very serious and some of my closest teammates did as well. So I don't know what they did when they went home, but for sure that day when I went home, I started thinking of ways that we could improve already from the get-go. And that first goal is what started the whole ball rolling into this whole mind change kind of episode that I'm doing. Because this is really what I can look back on and say, this experience is what changed me into what I am now and what I could be five, ten years from now. So let's get started. So I go home and I start thinking about ways that we can improve because after playing that first year of football as a lineman, I knew I wanted to move up to a more quote-unquote respected position as a football player. I think that's what every player wants, at least every player in high school. They want to try everything to try to find their their spot. I wanted to stop important plays, you know, get highlight tackles and the game-winning touchdowns if it was possible. This was really every everything a typical high school player would want. So in January 2013, I started searching on YouTube for every how-to video on running, jumping, footwork. I spent hours watching and learning from videos and clicked on one that kept popping up on my suggested tab, but I had always skipped because it just wasn't what I was looking for at the time. So after searching all the videos available at the time, because remember, this is 2012, 2013, something like that. The information that there was on any kind of training was very small, or maybe Athlete X was the only uh really good fitness show at the time and 
if you guys would remember, Mike Chang was part of that as well with uh, six-pack shortcuts. Between those two, there wasn't much around. Um, I watched all the videos available, at least on football and agility, footwork and all that. And so after watching all these videos, I finally click on this one that kept popping up, but I kept skipping. This is what the video was about. So the video starts with a football player getting ready to do some training. As the video starts, a very passionate speaker starts to tell a story. And this is within the one or two second mark. So the player's getting ready to do some training. The speaker starts to speak and tell the story. Maybe you actually heard the story before because this video has millions and millions of views. So it starts with a young man who meets a guru at a beach at four in the morning to prove to the guru that the young man wants to be successful. When the young man gets there, the guru tells him to walk in, into the water. He does until it reaches his waist because I guess he didn't know how far to go. If you've never been to the beach at four in the morning, the water is extremely dark and you can't see anything. It's literally like walking into darkness. So it's scary. So the young man is there and the guru asks him to come a little closer. He does. And the young man doesn't really understand the purpose of him being in the water and why so deep in the first place. So as he's walking forward, the young man, he doesn't know where to stop. So his feet stop touching the ground. And as soon as he loses that balance, the guru sinks his head under, under the water and holds it down. And the young man's trying to escape from the guru, trying to break free. But the guru keeps holding his head down until right before the young man passes out. And then he finally brings him up. The guru looks at the young man and he says, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. The speaker expands on the lesson the guru just gave the young man and he explains that the young man as he's underwater all he wants to do is breathe and that anything else besides that goal is completely irrelevant and then he says you don't care about no basketball game you don't care what's on tv you don't care about nobody calling you you don't care about a party party the only thing you care about when you're trying to breathe is to get some fresh air. And the speaker then goes on and he says, most of you guys say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it as bad as you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. Most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Man, I could hear the way he's saying this as I'm saying it to you guys. I wish he had it. I had his passion and his voice because it's so captivating. And as the speaker is saying all of this, the football player that I had mentioned earlier, who was getting ready to practice, is at the same time at the beach. He's at the park. He's using everything that's available to him to his advantage to reach his goals. He's running. He's jumping. He's lifting weights. He's doing hill sprints. He's doing drill after drill. Just showing pure hard work and dedication to being the best. Showing that he wants it as bad as he wants to breathe. Almost as if he was proving the speaker wrong with his actions. And at the same time, 
him as a football player telling me, 15-year-old me who was watching this at the time, if this is your sport, you should be doing this. Or if this is who you are, or if this is who you want to be, this is what you need to be doing right now. But then remember that the speaker says that some don't want success, they just kind of want it. Which is another way of saying you just you're just wishful thinking that made me question myself again and asking myself is success in football really what i want toward the end of the video the speaker goes on expanding on what it takes to be successful and then he says if you're going to be successful you got to be willing to give up sleep he explains that you might have to get up and start working on your goals with only two or three hours of sleep in the tank for maybe up to three days and why this is his reason because if you go to sleep you might miss the opportunity to be successful he goes on to say don't try to quit you're already in pain you're already hurt get a reward for it don't go to sleep until you succeed what i didn't understand is that when he said don't go to sleep he didn't meant real sleep or literal sleep he, it was just a way of saying, don't give up. The video comes to an end. I couldn't describe what I was feeling at the time. I don't know if it was excitement, anger, adrenaline. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a combination of the two. I do remember feeling anger. I just knew that this man who I never heard before in my life had spoken directly at me. But when I heard this, I knew I had gained a form of something maybe a form of superpower something that i could now use to become a better a stronger and a faster version of myself that i could have never imagined some of you might know him his name is actually eric thomas and when he was given this this speech he was actually talking to a room of high school students the truth was i did want to be successful i did want to become better and I did want it as bad as I wanted to breathe. And it was also true that I did want to party. I did want to be cool as well. And I was afraid. And I was afraid to try and lose my former life. The one I was comfortable with. And fail. Fail the one that I wanted to reach. This man, Eric Thomas, said something to me that not one teacher or friend or even my own father had the guts to tell me the truth of what I could be but was possibly not willing to do in other words I was afraid of success and with all that being true the good and the bad I went forward with my desires and never gave it a second thought as soon as I started I just put my blinders on and I didn't hear anything. I completely isolated from everything. And I kept focused on what I wanted to do. If I was going to train on Saturday, I went on Saturday. I told my friends about it. If they didn't want to come, they didn't have to. But I was there. And I just didn't look back. From that moment in January 2013 until the end of my high school career, which was mid-2014, my schedule was... 5 a.m. gym, 7 a.m. practice, then I had class from 8 to about to 3 actually, and then from 3.30 all the way until about 6 or maybe 6.30 p.m., 
we had practice then by 7 7 30 i would already be at the gym again and would train until 10 p.m and this was monday through friday and then on saturday i would do my uh, training at the park and then training at the gym i applied this to everything in my life in practice i would run as fast as i could and i would ta tackle as hard as i could i would do everything to the best of my ability with all of my heart with the constant reminder of eric thomas's words you're already hurt get a reward from it this couldn't be more true when you're in the football team when you're doing sprints and your muscles are aching your legs are cramping up your feet are cramping up you get that constant reminder you already hurt get a reward from it or when you tackle and your arm goes numb or it starts hurting or starts pinching you and you get this constant reminder you already hurt get a reward from it if you're gonna hurt yourself get the tackle no matter who it is no matter how big the person is no matter how, how strong they are that was a mentality that I was going for in the gym I would also lift as hard as I could I was lifting with aching muscles aching joints from my long day of training as well with the constant reminder of Eric Thomas's words if you sleep you might miss the opportunity to be successful and I took this literal because if you remember the schedule that I gave you that I followed I was waking up at 5 a.m. and training until 10 p.m. And I took the bus at the time, so I was getting home about 11. And then by 11.30, I was already uh, barely eating and then going to sleep by 12, 12.30. And then I would get up again at 5, no matter how tired I was. Because my fear was that there was one of my teammates ready to steal the position that I wanted as bad as I wanted to breathe. It was just any position that was better than being a lineman. No disrespect to linemen's because they are very very important but i just didn't want that and i was willing to work to get the position that i wanted but my fear was that some of my teammates were working were already up at 4 30 were already up at 4 in the morning with that constant fear and never having the knowledge to be able to confirm that you just wake up wake up wake up no matter how tired you are that's what i was running on fortunately this also transferred into the classroom where I now grew a desire to graduate because that's what being successful meant to me at the time. It came at a really, really fortunate time, this, because I really wasn't going to graduate on my senior year. Good grades to me meant football, so that's why I pursued and I did everything I could to graduate. Fortunately, I did. And I would listen to that speech daily for multiple times a day sometimes for hours a day until eventually i memorized the whole speech and it wasn't the only one i memorized i'll tell you guys about some other ones later on but that just showed and i wanted to prove to myself that i did want success i was just never told that i could acquire it because at home i was always told that i wasn't enough that i would always be the same that i could never change my ways or that maybe someday i might just end up dead because of my friends and this wasn't completely untrue though that is who i was at the time a teen who didn't care about anything in the world but friends girls weed and alcohol this is very common in single parent homes you have no role models so you turn to your peers but the message eric thomas was giving me wasn't any different he's telling me what i want how my actions contradict my goals and how i'm not willing to do what's necessary because it's probably 
wishful thinking or I'm just lazy. And as high school students getting out of, all we do is daydream. Daydream about what life is going to be or sometimes we don't even think about it. And we just go with the flow, go with the flow. Never the daily life to think a little bit about the future. The difference with Eric Thomas's message is that he always says I have the ability to do it. That it doesn't have to be wishful thinking. That I could do everything I set my mind to. And if I'm willing to make the sacrifice and put in the work, that I could achieve it. Then and there, the power was given to me and to no one else. That made all the difference. This form of positive thinking is very contagious. Some of my closest teammates and I got together to practice all year to change the outcome of our last high school football season. And the result of this new way of thinking, this motivation and drive that we had to change this outcome was that our team made it to the playoffs that year. The sad thing about it was that unfortunately we didn't participate in it, but we were just happy or at least I was just happy that that we reached our goal. We definitely improved the outcome of our last season compared to our first one. In my last game, I suffered a knee injury in my third play of the game. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It's third down. We're on defense. The other team obviously in offense. The play starts. It's a pass. I read it. I drop back to my zone. Quarterback throws the ball, the receiver catches it, I read the play, I make the tackle, the knee hits the turf, I pop back up, next thing you know, I feel popped. Five steps later, I'm blimping off the field with a torn meniscus. But anybody who's ever gotten any kind of injury knows the kind of mental battle that you have to go through, able to do before. When I started viewing the world from this perspective, nothing was out of reach to get over these things and how easy it is to get discouraged when you're not able to do everything that you were. All that was needed for me to do to be able to do anything was passion, dedication, and the willingness to learn. This really made me an outsider in my family because I started breaking away from my mother's guidance, which was very minimal at the time. She worked all the time. I don't blame her. And I also stopped following the example of my older brother and my friends who also had their own peers, who also were trying to find their own ways. I only had two or three real friends because not everyone likes to think like this long term. But it helped me find myself as I was someone pretending to be what the world wanted me to be and I prefer to be me and have continued to find more of myself throughout the years with this form of kind of positive thinking at least this is what transformed me at the time you can also listen to this speech if you haven't already it's called how bad do you want it with parentheses and success inside of them and it's on youtube and I checked the views on this and it has 46, maybe 47 million views now. To be honest, I was probably responsible for a couple of thousands of those. To give you a final thought on this story that I told you about this YouTube video by Eric Thomas and the football player. If I 
wouldn't have had those family problems in the beginning if I wouldn't have had the friends that I had at the time and if I wouldn't have joined football and gone with the training and had a bad season and thought of uh, talk to my friends about it if we wouldn't have that burger place if nothing none of that would have happened I would have never found this YouTube video speech would have never came into my mind I'm glad it happened when it happened but at the time I just couldn't see what was happening but I do now I step back and it was one of those moments where I thought it was never gonna end that I didn't know how to improve my situation but I just went with my gut feeling. I found something that I could stick to. I loved the message. Now that I think about it, I enjoy the journey. And it's one of my most memorable times in my life. So if you don't have this moment yet, you will. Trust me, you're probably going through it now. I would suggest that you go listen to this speech. If you've never heard a positive message in your life, if you think that you feel lost or if you think that you feel a little unmotivated just watch that video start thinking about uh, reaching your goals don't hesitate just get a little boost thank you guys for listening i really had a lot of fun with this first episode digging into my mind and remembering this moment this was really something that changed my mind and as a result my life in general and I'm going to share everything that I've learned and experienced to help young high school students or anyone in their 20s or anyone at all trying to find themselves and get some comfort in the fact that everyone has their own struggles. I'm just telling you mine so that you can get a reference of where I was at. Maybe it's something that you're going through. Maybe you're trying to break out of a family tradition or uh, forms of thinking that are an outsider to your family and maybe even your friends maybe you don't fit in with everyone else maybe you feel lost and you don't know what to do with your life i'll share the moments with you about my hardest and most confusing time and how i overcame those trust me you're not the only one feeling like this i felt it and maybe i can help you overcome it by telling my story of the most challenging and confusing times of my life. Remember that I'm still a work in progress as I have a lot of insecurities and I'm still working on those. Hopefully through, like I said, these stories, you can be inspired to overcome yours as well. Guys, remember that 46 million people have watched this video and that's not a little bit of people. If you are one of these people that watched this video and it changed your life, I would love to hear your story and share it on this podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. My name is Gio.